Thanks. How are you, sir? I haven't seen you. Well, that's not true. I see you all the time, but we have not, you know, seen each other through this prism, this podcasting prism in quite some time. Yeah, no, I'm doing well. Like, yeah, I guess as far as our Where's My Burrito audience or uh, core fans or whatever, we, we've been out of their lives for a little while since like August or something. So it's it's good to be back. Yeah, by the way, can I just tell you, I like just took a gander on the, the analytics one day and I saw mm-hmm. the amount of actual subscribers, a number I will not say here because it is, you know, it's not like de rigueur to do that kind of shit. But I was really surprised at how many people listen to this podcast. And I, then I felt terrible. Like I felt like we had let down all of America's children or something, you know, all of America's children are going crazy <laughs> over where's my burrito. <laughs> I mean, there's a pandemic. They can't go outside. They're depending on us. And what do we do? We shirk our responsibility to write about fucking horse cops. Yeah, it's not like there's any other podcasts out right now. It's just us. We're the ones carrying the torch. Can you imagine if like there was a fucking like like a fallout New Vegas type of event and then like Mm -hmm. the detritus wasteland of podcasts suddenly was reduced to just through the rubble, through the fucking nuclear winter. There's one, there's two voices rather that, right. that ring out on the on the nuclear winds well you know as far as like a document of uh you know what it's like to be in america right now um i'm not going to say that we've covered all the bases but we cover a lot of bases so it wouldn't be the worst thing for future humans to find you know oh yeah i mean it's like I, in 2018 totally i mean long ago i've dispelled the notion that this was just a podcast i like to think we're like you know modern day jonathan swifts and shit like we're, we're a living document about what yeah. it means to be alive in a tumultuous time you know we really are doing important work and more than that <laughs> essential work <laughs> i would say obviously look vaccines a close second but us you know we're right we're, we edged them out yeah. by a nose yeah we're we're on the other side of uh humanity just looking <laughs> them up you know atlas shrug style <laughs> Uh, we have, I would, what did you, you called me out on it. I think we did what, 10 episodes out of the 52 weeks that we yeah. had opportunities. <laughs> so, so I was looking at 2020 and we released like 40, 41 episodes. And this year, all of fucking 2021, 10 apps, it was like just 10. But they're probably like, solid 10 apps. Like, I think we might be like approaching that part of our life where the it, it is about quality and not quantity. Yeah. I mean, we could probably but- do both. I'm just saying I, that's my excuse for 2021. Yeah, I mean, looking back, like 2020 had a lot of good Where's My Burrito eras, though, you know, like we got better at Photoshop, aka Pixlr, uh, <laughs> Calm Chris 2020, uh, Corona Chris 2020, um, and then fucking Election Chris 2020. Uh, so there's there's a lot of stuff we got. That would be like a reverse evolution. You know, when they show like the evolutionary chart and it's just like, it's a fucking primate. And then all of a sudden he's like, I'm up a little bit. Like right. that evolution was the de-evolution just, of Christian. Yeah. yeah. Like by, by the time so we got to election. Yeah, dude, I was just like face down, ocean. fucking dead, <laughs> lying there waiting to be taken by the source, you know? Uh, does, does it fuck with you at all that like the last time we recorded, recorded an ep in the room, like it was when I was in Los Angeles and that was well over a year ago now? Yeah, like, it is terrifying. I think, you know, what's weird. I, I think that we suck because we've been together in rooms <laughs> subsequent to that twice at least twice. and every and every time it happens we're like yeah we'll record something for sure and then it just doesn't happen well, we end up watching either... like lego batman yeah. I mean, which is the fucking it slaps harder than any batman has any right to slap by the way we can admit that now i know we were hipsters then but now if i can just tell our audience what it's like to try and pick a movie with you sometimes i'll Okay, you'll just find on. every title like that you don't want to watch clearly and be like we could watch that could watch paradise hills gossip girl um, bro but Lego gossip Batman. girl 
<laughs> okay, but the Lego Batman. Was one, yeah, go we ahead. just went with it. Yeah, like we, I just called your bluff or you called <laughs> mine, and we just like fucking watched it, and it ended up being great. So I don't know what your method is, but it works. Uh, it's proven. It's time tested. So don't stop. I guess I will. I won't. And now that I know that this is uh, just an addition, just a, like a cherry on top of the uh, good work Sunday that we've been doing <laughs> in such trying times. No, but that's the thing. So it's weird to think that it's been a year that we've been yeah. here together. But mm -hmm. I've seen you, and including recently, like you know, we just hung out a couple weeks ago. And so I guess yeah. in that way, like. And I told you this when I saw you last, when we were just talking for like 30 minutes and then your mom came in and started talking to us. And I think she said it. She was like, I feel like I'm just listening to an episode of your podcast. And I was right. like, yeah. So in our minds, we did a million of those. We we, we took the dog for the uh, walk. And I was like, God mm -hmm. damn it. I wish we could just record ourselves all the time because this was the best episode we haven't recorded in eight yeah, months. Yeah, we were, we were like pitching ideas left and right. Just anything that we saw, we were like, hey, that's a movie idea. Maybe <laughs> I'd watch that. And uh, fuck, man. You know, it's too bad we can't record every single conversation. We'd have 5,000 episodes by now. Do you want that? I mean, because that's that's the future that uh, that the, the the brave patriots over at the QAnons are, are trying to fight against, right? As Big mm. Brother's watching, Big Brother's watching. Getting that, that Google like brain chip that you yeah. can just record everything you see and everything you say. Yeah. I mean, I'm, but do I'm you want that? It. Yeah. Do you, but that's the thing, really? Do you? No. <laughs> No, no I, I feel like Black Mirror, for all its faults, like it does make a compelling case for why that would fucking suck. I want my imperfect memories. I don't want like perfect documentation of everything I've done and said and seen because, yeah. uh, oof, that would be a spiral. Yeah, well, memories are a weird thing because every time you remember something, you're remembering the last time you remembered it. It's a Xerox of a Xerox, you know, like yeah. at some point you're you're you know details are it's amazing because when we think about memories we have them in perfect detail we knew yeah. what shirt that person was wearing we know that their hair was up or some shit like that i mean there's a bunch of things like that and there's no way to prove it but you know you probably got to be batting like 45 percent on most of those memories right like the details yeah. have to be off and, and why why do we want to take that away you know that that imperfection like think about like all the drama of a good trial would just be gone like courtroom dramas wouldn't make sense because they would just be like, well, this is the footage. This is what his brain recorded. Uh, he did it by, it'd be over but, in 30 seconds. Yeah, but wouldn't the, okay, hold on. So you're like, look, we have an obvious fix for the justice system, but where's the drama? The, the drama. <laughs> it's I the want human those, element. Like, days long, you know, sketches of Ghislaine Maxwell, you know, sitting in court with their mask on yeah that, okay so <laughs> yeah no because I, that might have been one of the last things we talked about on this podcast was you <laughs> breaking down the epstein uh maxwell fucking connection I, I hate that i'm like the resident expert of the two of us on this because i did not follow this trial at all i just saw those courtroom sketches that's all i needed wait I like, so she back to she later. got convicted she's she's she did all... get convicted on all like almost all counts or all counts i don't really remember what does that mean know. max what does that mean she going to jail she's going to lady jail <laughs> you think do you think that in, in a swerve i want to know how you feel about the prison system do you think that lady jail like if, if feminism is the ultimate goal do we get rid yeah. of all gendered prisons you know we just say hey everyone's hanging out <laughs> you know what do me a favor don't answer that okay. question i know how fucking stupid it was and i really just want to like lift the general IQ of the entire audience by not even performing that out. Okay. I'm sorry for that truly fucking stupid question. I mean, I, I was ready to go there with you. I was like very curious to 
No. <laughs> what you were thinking. I, I wasn't ready. That's the thing. Yeah, I, I, I had to push the eject button as soon as I could. Well, um, yeah, based on Orange is the New Black, Lady Jail isn't fun, but it's probably slightly more fun than Dude Jail. But who's to say? I don't know. I think jail just sucks. Unless you're like in Norway or some shit. Yeah. Or if you're like, uh, oh, yeah, Norway jail is lit. It's like three <laughs> hots and a nice cot, Ikea furniture. Right. There's a, it'd be funny. It's like a guy who has a bucket list and on his bucket list, he's like, kill a man, but he makes sure to do it in Norway. <laughs> so he's like, look, <laughs> all right. Three hots it's and like a cot, not even bro. any specific man. He's just like, <laughs> I really got to do this one thing. I plan on getting caught. In Norway, yeah, no, it's beautiful. Yeah. In Oslo, wait, that's Norway, right? I, I'm my mm-hmm. geography is for shit. The last time they make you take geography in Florida, Max, as you well know, is seventh grade, and then they just sort of like put geography and history together, which I it makes yeah. sense, but like they definitely don't lean on the geography part of it. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they got it. You remember everything from when you were thirteen, right? You know where Lebanon is. Don't worry about it. I could probably show you where Lebanon is on a map now, but, but you have some doubts. And that's oh, I, the have point. Doubt. I think that's the best joke that John Oliver does on his show. Mm. Like as a running joke where he's like a country, you know, so little about that. You didn't realize that this is not Colombia. And it's like some other fucking thing, by the way, not shots fired at Colombia. You're wonderful. Garcia Marquez. And yeah. Pablo Neruda. How are you feeling about John Mulaney these days? There's a lot of John Mulaney discourse this year uh what a swerve okay uh <laughs> but i'll bite baby bird what's the discourse that he's a bad person that's fine he's i don't know comedian. yeah like people are like oh he's imperfect oh he's spiraling oh he's having a baby with olivia munn what about his ex-wife she's an angel i don't know yeah. Yeah. i don't know if you had any thoughts on that no not You're really John guy. not really i gotta tell you well because i just don't care and it's none of our fucking business like yeah I, I i do i have my opinions yes it definitely seems like that dude's spinning a little bit but you know mm-hmm. who isn't spinning max can i tell you this this sent me spinning and then we haven't talked about it because we have not recorded an episode since i went to italy but mm-hmm. they have an italian colonel sanders in italy you, you got to expand on I, that. Can't full just drop that stop. On he is dressed in full. I'm not saying they have their own version of uh, like a like an Italian KFC. I mean, it's KFC is there. Okay. And on top of that, they have an Italian Colonel Sanders. Like he's dressed up as a Kentucky Colonel. He's an all white. Looks like fucking Mark Twain. He's got a little mustache and shit. And actually, there's two other ones. So they got three Italian Colonel Sanders. And they're all like hawk and chicken, but it's 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 like Are way they more animated. Like big, big Italian chefs hats or what? Uh, I, I, look, I they, probably I, they, they the have like a little is, cigarette in their mouth. <laughs> Cat calling women while they're frying up chicken. On right, the street. right, right. They do a zoom out and he's not wearing any pants. <laughs> I'm going to be really naked. real. That's like pretty much my understanding of Italian culture. <laughs> it's just like guys chain smoking and cat calling women, which is probably accurate. Right. Like, look. <laughs> accurate yes uh is it worth dying for i think so like when i go back mm-hmm. and watch la dolce vita and i see what's his name marcello mastriani like when he's just mm-hmm. smoking a cigarette at the fucking glass and i'm like why not me why not me forever yeah. so what if i die 20 years early i'm gonna leave a sexy fucking corpse right smell like cigarettes all the time but you'll be cool as fuck yeah just wearing them glasses being in italy having an existential crisis that's I think you're allowed. About. I think you're allowed to be a smoker only if you're having an existential crisis, or if you're from not from Italy, but in Italy. Like in right. Italy, becomes in vogue. Yeah, it's like a you know like a, a sexy European depression as opposed to like a, a shitty trailer park American depression. 
cigarettes have a different meaning over there i feel you like. i by the way like i don't know if you meant to do it but you did so fucking succinctly like show the difference right because when you're like all right if you're sad in france and you're smoking a cigarette like you're on a balcony like there's some right. accordion playing the fucking yeah, like a uh, bottle of red wine yeah the fucking uh, eiffel tower is in the is in the far distance or the sacre coeur or something like that and you're like i did not ask to be born you know it's like it's beautiful <laughs> and you understand it's like way deeper than what's going yeah. on but if it's in like i don't know you know no shots fired at kentucky but if it's at kentucky or something yeah. it's just people it's, it's probably some guy in like a cut off sleeve t-shirt just like stains on it he's like i got out of the factory today <laughs> that bitch of a boss docked my pay and it's just like oh man <laughs> that's depressing for a different reason oh no i just like your 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 impression was like oh man <laughs> like it's bad <laughs> it is bad and it's less uh attractive let's say than the the sadder european smoking yeah we're leaving it in uh how was italy you know we didn't really talk about it that much even when i saw you um yeah. how, how did that go uh, well, as you know, I've had a couple big things happen in the last couple months. Uh, I do. And Italy was great. Italy was mm -hmm. beautiful. I mean, Italy was like a return home. As you know, I think the original intention was to go to like a bunch of different places, including new places. That was like my big prerequisite yeah. for most of this. I was, um, I was on you a lot when you were planning this trip about like, why not like see new places? And you're like, yeah. maybe. Well, you did it for me. Like, that was the thing. Yeah. It was like, we were originally going to do some insane shit where we went for like 20 something days and we were going to go to Ireland, which I've never been mm -hmm. to Portugal, which I've never been to just to satiate you. But also I want to go to different places. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we were going to do that and then go to Italy and then Sicily and then Amsterdam and then fly home. And it was going to be awesome. Okay. Mm. That was the plans anyway. Uh, but then COVID got really, really bad. So we had to forego all of that and just pick one country. And Amorelli, shocker, uh, chose Italy. So I ain't mad at it. Like, I like Rome. I like Amalfi. I liked all the places that we stayed. And it was really, really cool. And it was like a different energy. I got to meet mm -hmm. up with uh, Martin from Double Toasted, which was really right. nice. Uh, we, we got dinner with the wives, which is the cool. The, listen, maybe the only reason to get a wife is so you could say, me and Martin, we got dinner with the wives last Wednesday. You know what I mean? It's That's the sounds only classy reason. as fuck. <laughs> Not even the main reason. Like, there are no other reasons. Oh, no, no. Yeah, there's no sidecar this year, motherfucker. It's like, it's the main course for sure. Um, so, I mean, it was, it was cool. We saw this amazing uh, art exhibit called Inferno which was based on the 600 years since Dante Alighieri had died. And it was like all this works of art that was inspired directly by Inferno. And then the second floor was modern interpretations of hell on earth today. And that mm. was amazing because there's like Holocaust imagery, but there's also just like factory conditions at the turn of the century here in America. And you're just like, Oh God, this is hellacious. It really was like the most horrifying right. thing in the world. Um, and as usual, I, I go to uh, Rome and I'm like, maybe I should just move to Rome. You know, like it's a sexier New York. Buildings are old and shit. <laughs> See, this is my concern. You're always like, you got to get out here, Max. You got to get out to L.A. And it's yeah. like, I just know. And I know I've said it before that in my heart of hearts, as soon as I get out there, eventually you're going to be right. like, I'm moving to Rome. I'm sorry. Okay, but here's the problem. Mafia. You keep waiting years to move to the place, you know? So, so at this point, I mean, if it makes you feel better. I can't imagine I'm leaving L.A. in the next mm. 10 years or anything. Like, this okay. is where I want to be. But 
Are you saying I should preempt you and just move to Italy first? Oh my God. If you move, I could, I could pitch it. I could I'd be like, Max is out there. Come on. <laughs> like, I think she'll go for it. <laughs> well, I know they're selling like houses uh, in Italy for like a buck and it's like in small villages or whatever, but yeah. and they're probably shitholes, but it's a roof. It's got a roof. That's yeah. So, so we've looked into that and believe it mm. or not, I think it just makes more sense to buy a cheaper one for like six thousand euros or something i mean the ones mm. that are like a, a dollar require a significant amount of work to upgrade which you don't think is a problem except that uh italy has very stringent laws on materials they like want to keep uh -huh. buildings which is great by the way that's why paris is so fucking beautiful and rome is so beautiful because they're like no nah, you better go out and find the same stuff we're not going to make this look like you know some new cookie cutter high rise they just put up in fucking williamsburg and i really appreciate right. that Shots fired, Williamsburg. Oh. <laughs> I love how you, like, love Brooklyn so much, but I think a part of you genuinely hates it. Like, you hate that part of it, right? I More than anything, because it's not Brooklyn. It's it's literally Manhattan. It's like Manhattan, like, it's like the blob just kept fucking going over the bridge and just, like, lives yeah. over there. I hate it. I just watched the blob for the first time, like, the 50s one recently. Oh, I haven't seen it. Is that McQueen? Yeah, yeah, he's terrible it? in it. He's really bad. He plays man who's trying to tell people about the blob. That's his whole character. Oh, but like, is that you don't understand? The There's credits? a blob over here. <laughs> no, no, but hold on, hold on. In, in the spirit of a '50s movie, did they not name him anything? Is that his name in the credits? The man who tries to warn against the blob. Like it's long. Might as well have been. The best part about the blob <laughs> is that the blob has a theme song, like a '50s style commercial jingle theme song. Like, watch out. Here comes the blob. Dun, 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 dun. And I was like, I'm all in for this. But then the blob is barely in it. And it's just like 60 minutes of Steve McQueen running around like, you don't understand. There's a blob. It's hungry. Being our prototypical Giamatti character in a yeah. science. I feel, uh... <laughs> I feel like any goo based movie should feature the goo front and center. You know, like right. don't hold off on the goo. Like give us more blob right right opening shot six thousand years ago and it's just <laughs> before there was light there was goo and then we're just like, wiggling goo. we're just fucking like we're in the middle of the world you're like you start with the goo you don't fucking wait a, a two, two acts the fuck's wrong right. with you i i think we really need to make a new blob for uh this current time they were going it. to make one listen so so i fucks with the 80s blob it's not a good movie i guess but it's for what it's kind of movie it is it. Yeah, yeah exactly like for what it is it's really effective imagery at times mm -hmm. and rob zombie was gonna make a blob movie and that movie i mean you're shaking you, you did the eye roll thing but i gotta tell you like i trust him to do a blob movie like they should have <laughs> given him a blob movie first and right. not halloween that's my whole yeah. point I, I guess you're, you're selling me on it because he's not a subtle man, Rob Zombie. Like, I don't think anybody would uh, deign to call him subtle. But, you know, we don't need subtlety with a blob movie. We need extra shots of that goo. We need yeah. constant goo all the time. If anything, make that the main character, you know, because <laughs> I can relate. Yeah, I can relate to that in terms of it's always hungry as fuck. That's its right. only motivation. And it's sure. like, me too. Same. I get it. Steve McQueen, I, I can't relate to you at all. <laughs> you classically handsome fuck. <laughs> it's got to be bad for him because he is a handsome guy who apparently had no charisma to convince people that a blob was fucking around, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like like yeah, he's, no, he's like it's... a good looking white man in America. You figure that gives him like whatever. All right. I guess so. He's an authority figure and they'll just like walk away. But 
Right. But I mean, I guess the, the problem was he was just talking to other white men in America. So like they were on equal standing. They're like, I don't got to listen to you. I'm another 50s white man in America. And he's like, ah, you're I right, don't. but there's a blob. I don't recognize your authority. And I love that, that everyone is autonomously acting in their own jurisdiction of uh, being a white man in America. It's beautiful. Yeah, man. How, how do you think the white the white people in America are holding up these days? I mean, pretty good, right? All things considered. <laughs> Do you not? I'm sorry. Come on. Kyle Rittenhouse, that fucker got off. You think the oh, whites yeah, aren't no, doing true. well? Yeah, if that that is our metric, you know, for how white men in America are doing. Um, yeah. I guess they're doing pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> no, because people took a victory lap because we we we, we yeah. got those we got those other fuckers, right? Uh, right. Georgia, like where they where they convicted the uh, father and son uh, for being horrible fucking people, uh, yeah. and people were like, "See, justice was served." And I'm like, "Right, two things can be true at the same time." Yeah, like, like Chauvin got his his uh, you know justice served, yeah. but then Rittenhouse did not, and now he's like a right wing personality. Yeah, I mean, doesn't that scare you that like I feel like they're going to try to change laws to be like, look, you don't have to be fucking 35 to run for office. 20. How old is Rittenhouse? The, and they just the like Rittenhouse law. It. Isn't he like 18 or 16 or something? Come on. Isn't that not like the best fucking Michael J. Fox movie they never made in the early 90s? <laughs> he was a convicted just, killer until he runs for office. I Come thought he was on. just literally going to be Marty McFly, but like halfway through Back to the Future, he willfully shoots some protesters. <laughs> I would watch like, that. Same I tone, would watch that. Hit to be square. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's that's the movie we need right now. That's the movie for our times. You think we could uh, we can convince uh, Rittenhouse to star in it? Oh God, I was gonna I was gonna go to the star power of uh, an MJF. That's what we call him, right? The Fox, yeah. the Fox and the mm-hmm. Hound. Well, who is the Michael J. Fox of our times? Because I was watching Spider-Man. Okay. Okay. He's like Can we release this video? Can we release this video? I feel like so much of the jokes has been me really leaning into hot takes for no reason. Right. And then me just being frozen in my tracks because I just... All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. uh, uh, Justin Long is like in his 40s now. Right, he's getting yeah, up there he's in like years. Forty-one, but I do think uh, if we're talking wow, about resident Justin Long expert uh, Christian, I really Flores, hope I'm please wrong. Continue. Right, well, hold on, because that's going to be the fucking name of the episode unless <laughs> I'm wrong, and I don't want that to be my badge of honor. He's Forty-one. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's see. Justin Jacob Long is forty-three. I am off mm. that fucking proverbial crucifix. Go fuck yourself, Max. Okay. All right. Uh, bullet dodged. Christian. Okay, if not uh, Justin Long, then who? Who do you who do you think has the boy? Because my point is that I think he has the boyish sort of like delivery and like ah, oh, geez, you know. Well, I was gonna say that like I, I watched this new Spider Man thing, and I'm not gonna talk shit about it or do a review or anything. We can we talk, or we could <laughs> we could make this episode about that or return. Yeah, <laughs> how, how much we hated Spider Man three. Um, but no, I was going to say that uh, fucking Tom Holland reminded me of an over-caffeinated Marty McFly in that movie and in all of his movies in a weird yeah. way. Yeah. So I don't know if he'd be a good fit. I don't even know if the dude's a good actor at this point. <laughs> I know that Andrew Garfield is the best actor to ever play Spider-Man, and I easily. would never have said that in 2012. Yeah, yeah easily. easily. 
Uh, yeah. Best part of that movie is Andrew Garfield, right? Like we we do agree, like in Defoe, obviously doing Defoe yeah. stuff, but it's such a fucking nonsensical, you know, journey to that point that I'm already <laughs> like, ah. you're pretty checked out. Yeah. yeah. What was going on in that movie? Just from like a, like a choice perspective, you know, I'm, I, you get me, I am really attracted to weird choices in writing, but mm-hmm. I am always really thrown off by weird choices in directing. And there's that mm-hmm. scene. Cause where you're like, Oh, he was over caffeinated. And all I can think about is the scene where like they first go back to the house uh, right. after they know and like happy's there. And it's mm-hmm. like a oneer for some reason, there's a oneer here and he's just going around like closing shit down and stuff like that. And it, it felt like they were trying to do like an uncut gems meets Spider-Man sort of <laughs> like, we're just going to let you linger. We're going to let you languish. <laughs> right. There's a weird uh, melange of tones in that movie, and uh, it really like sent my brain spiraling a little bit. Like in the beginning, it has that really dumb joke where Flash has apparently published a novel in like a day mm-hmm. about how he knows Spider-Man, but then it's also got like death consequences. He's growing up. His relationship's <sighs> over. Right. But he's all right. Yeah. I got nothing. I mean, an end of that. I don't know. No, I mean, because here's the thing about the fucking movie. If we if we start to pull the thread, we have to like really go into it. And I just want to I want this is the last exit before the bridge as a fellow New Yorker will understand. It's like, right. You know, if if, if you want to, we'll take the Veronzano. We'll take it all the way to that fucking horrifying garbage dump called Staten Island. It's really up to you. But this is if you want. No, we we will let's uh let, let's not let's not okay. go there. Um, because okay. I think that could overtake the episode, and it'll just be a lot of like us spiraling over the many choices <laughs> that we didn't understand or like. Right. And here's the thing: people loved this thing, so it's yet another thing. I don't know. People are that- not smart. I'm gonna alienate people. Like you liked it because you want to feel like you did when you were a child. It literally is the Star Wars thing, mm-hmm. I, I, you know. And we just saw Matrix Resurrections, which like is that a problem film? Kind of a little bit. Like, but I think there's something very endearingly personal and bold and like beautiful about how messy and imperfect that film is as a blockbuster that challenges yeah. you. That's all yeah. I want to do is be challenged, not to be given exactly what I fucking want. There was not yeah. one single surprise in Spider Man. That's all right. I'm saying. And I would say there are plenty in the Matrix, and I would never call it perfect at all. Um, yeah, I guess we can veer a little bit more positive here. I would never call yeah. it perfect, but like you said, like I have spent the like uh, following days just like thinking about that movie and like what it's trying to say and like how many things it's trying to say and like how many bold, beautiful, messy ideas are in it. Um, whereas Spider Man just feels like it was made by committee. Yeah. As opposed to like a imperfect movie made by one person, and that's a that's a special fading thing. Did you ever watch Eternals or or no? Nar, I never did. Did you? No, and I think I need to because if I've heard like one, I think it has bad reviews, and if I can lean into my hipster persona for a second, uh, that actually has me interested, man. Like yeah. I I don't know why I became a Valley guy. That was weird. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I've been in California too long. I hate this place. It's rotting my brain. Dude, do you know people that actually talk like that? Oh my god, they're everywhere. Dude, that's, Are they not, really? that's not a joke. It's a real thing. You need to come not in the because when you came, everything was hard, still locked down. Like there was yeah. nothing to do. It was pretty um, empty. Right. So yeah. I mean, you need to come and like see people. Like in terms of people watching, oh my god, LA is very close to New York and and mm-hmm. what the fuck am I looking at? Sort of things, you know. Right. Yeah, I definitely need to make my way out there again. And I will for sure at some point, maybe when Omicron isn't, you know, transforming around the world. <laughs> Do you think it ever fucks with Orson Welles and that's his last 
like roll <laughs> fucking transformers i think he's like even in the afterlife probably too wine drunk to care <laughs> at this point dude made f for fake he made citizen kane he's fine right he, he knocked those two out you know at yeah. that point what else does he have to prove i think mean, he plays like a giant it, planet doesn't he like isn't that the whole point of his role in that movie Right. Well, maybe on his deathbed, maybe that was his rosebud. You know, maybe like on his deathbed, his last word was Transformers. <laughs> I hope not. Actually, I don't know. Like, that would be great. Like, that's that's yeah. a movie we need to make. Like, a, an Orson Welles stand by me. Where, like, Orson Finally, Welles is I've been deathbed. reconnected with my childhood love of transforming robots. <laughs> Are we you didn't not have the it? technology, and now we do. Oh, God. Do you think that, like, Orson Welles, if he was born in 1970, let's say, all right, and he's, and now he's, like, Denis age, mm-hmm. do you think, like, we talk about him in terms of the modern filmmaking abilities and shit, that he's up here still, or or do you think that, like, Orson Welles happened when Orson Welles happened? It's a weird thing to take someone out of their... Yeah, I mean, th- questions like that really spiral me. Like, are you saying that he made the same films that he made, or like just that guy with that God-given talent, like dropped in, into in, the in 70s? an era where people, yeah, like when you were in the New Hollywood American auteurs, like doing their thing, right? Because that's really what it was. The '70s mm-hmm. was sort of a return to what Orson Welles started at that point. So I just think it's yeah. like really interesting, given more money and better technology, what things would have, and and also just like how much of his life was just spent fighting to try to get shit made. And, yeah, I, I just watched uh, the, I just watched the Magnificent Ambersons, which is like notoriously something where the studio took like a two and a half hour cut and cut uh, an hour out of it and changed his ending too. Oh my god. And it's still even with those changes, it's still like great. Yeah, he still has this uh authorial stamp even on like a compromise thing and he had to like fight tooth and nail to get it made but you know even with the studio meddling like Okay, hold on, still, hold, like, on, hold, on hold on hold on hold on. Have you seen both versions? Uh no, I haven't seen the Orson Welles cut. I don't know if anybody has recently. So, I don't know if it's But what this. you're saying is that the studio might have saved it. Like like we don't know that there's a better version out there. This isn't like the Blade Runner of well, it all. So, so we do know that the ending got changed and like it, the ending is like objectively worse than what I've read the original was because mm-hmm. um, it's like this sort of like novelistic approach to like this family's like decades long rise and fall mm-hmm. and they condensed it to like 90 minutes where it was two and a half hours. So I'm sure like a lot of shit was like pulled out. Yeah, but yeah. even with that, I'm just saying like camera choices, editing, framing, like. Well, this is what I'm saying is like we live in a time now where like uh, uh, giant streamers are going to creatives and saying, "Here's a blank check, do what you want with it." Right? I mean, we gave a hundred million dollars to Ryan Murphy for some reason, and you know, <laughs> and I'm just thinking like, oh, if Orson Welles could have made a Netflix, you know, that's all I'm thinking about. Yeah, Orson Welles on Netflix, get out of here. It'd be done. We'd be over. It'd be like cinema's fine. Oh my yeah, god! Do you think when the it. robots finally like do the AI because we can figure out everything Orson Welles ever wrote, ever wrote and every choice he made in a story and every decision he made with like because we are rapidly approaching where I think we can compute all of this data and make a relative facsimile artificial intelligence Orson Welles and then Netflix signs that fucking thing and it's like a hundred million dollars to this fucking. <laughs> Orson so, Welles so what, ghost. What would, the, what would it be like? What would the uh, atmosphere be like on set? Would it just be like a fucking like rolled in TV monitor with like Orson Welles's computer generated face just being like and cut? 
Oh no, 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 Timothy Chalamet. No, we would, we would invest. Rosario in the... Dawson, you were flat. <laughs> Whoa, it is not mince words, okay? Uh, no, they would invest in, I think, like holographic. You know, they would have like those Mysterio from the last Spider-Man movie, like just like fucking uh, uh, drones that are constantly moving around to project Orson as he walks around. And I also Ooh. want to thank. That you know how fucking charming he is in Citizen Kane? Like he's just genuinely charming. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, I'd fuck Orson Welles in that movie. He's so goddamn charming. Uh, so he's like that only when he acts, because he's still acting in his movies. That's the thing. Oh. All right. So he can morph into old Orson, he could morph into young Orson, whatever. If I do, could, do, yeah. do you think it would be like a, a case where like there, there's like uncertainty in the minds of everybody working with him? Like, is this just the studio speaking through a corpse, or is it really like Orson Welles's brain? Well, like I think that's like, that's the film like making the film. like Red Notice Two or something. Yeah, well, that's this is this dude literally <laughs> Red Notice Two. <laughs> Sorry, I was like, what's a red note? Oh, that Orson Welles would. He's back, ladies and gentlemen, after famously being dead for 45 years. Orson Welles returns to Netflix. Red notice like to. The, the screenwriter rushes into the hologram. He's like, Orson, you cut all of the interesting dialogue out of my script, all of the challenging choices. You know? I, uh, I, I think that they would invest in that. They would have him walking around. And when he's not acting, and he's charming as fuck when he's acting, uh, when he's not acting, he is the famously drunk Orson Welles at all times. So, so it's just you're wrangling a fucking four year old who happens to weigh like at the time I don't know three hundred and fifty pounds or something, and and he's like incompetent. Like you talk about choices, he's not articulating any vision to the cast or the crew or anything. <laughs> but then when the fucking it's time to roll, he is amazing. Right. He pulls it together and then is giving concise like improv in the moment. Okay. Directed. So, so like off off camera, he's like Al Capone in the later stages of his life. Oh, he total, like totally shooting like his pants. Cheese. Yeah, 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 just totally. trying to go fishing in the swimming pool. Like I'm catching the fishes today, Tom. All oh, right, Al, you're doing good. <laughs> that happened. We don't. We syphilis don't have to break is that real. Yes, yeah. <laughs> syphilis is real. I'm tired of pretending it's not. <laughs> you heard it here first. No, I have a lot of hot takes, but goddamn, I've been waiting on that one. Um, yeah, I, I say we bring back the reanimated corpse uh, digital uh, projection of Orson Welles. <laughs> Maybe we could like have one of those magnetic bead projections, like from the Matrix Resurrections. Bring in Lana Wachowski. Yeah. And ask her like, "Where's the technology? Help us invent this, Lana." And we get a metal Orson Welles. I I mean, I'm super into it, Stomping but that around. sounds like a that sounds like a squeakle. Literally, uh, and mm-hmm. and I and I think we're missing the larger opportunity when we we've, we've brought this man back from the dead as a digital version. We're wondering mm-hmm. if he's a studio, you know, mouthpiece or whether he has actual, you know, uh, you know, with the dawn of artificial consciousness and shit like that. So we could have it like that's the whole thing is like, oh, is he a studio thing or is he actually thinking for himself right. and what choices does he make? And then obviously he makes the right choice. And then we bring Lana in. Would you want to like maybe like have the main character just be like a production assistant or something like you know she's just starting out she's she's right. in LA for the first time she lands a job on Orson Welles right right new movie his return to form can I get you a and coffee just, Mr Welles yeah she just walks in and he's just sitting there in a chair he lands on his face stings it he doesn't move and she's like something's up with Orson Welles and like violin strings start playing oh my god and it's like a well known hip hop song that we slowed down. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then just, you know, Ken Burns across uh, Orson Welles' face. I love it's it. beautiful. I'd watch it. <laughs> it's the lowest metric, I guess. I'm playing to an audience of one, but okay. I mean that that's the that's the thing is like all of our pitches. I, I wish we had like a digital uh, collection of just our our pitches, our terrible, wonderful pitches. Okay. Uh, just those isolated, you know, because we have so many of them, and I'd watch all of them. I'd even make a few if I could. <laughs> I don't know, man. If you if you you're telling me if you want a million dollars, you wouldn't be like, motherfucker, I'm putting this into a Roth IRA or any like a high yielding checking account or something. You're telling me you're going to take some of our stupid bitches and make it into some shit. Yeah. I mean, would you not? Would you not want to like, oh, like, oh, save for a future like the world's ending. Let's make some shit. Oh, no, I would spend it. I just, you know, like, I feel like <laughs> horse cops probably makes more sense or like there there are better right. ideas where we could be silly and make money. I'm not sure how compelling like a, a gritty reboot of the Jetsons is going to be, which takes Elroy to some fucking disquietingly dark places. You know, well, here's the thing, man. Like, I think that that actually like uh, that specific idea hits at a lot of intersections that people are looking for right now like they are craving that nostalgia but they want to be uh, reassured that oh it's adult now don't worry like mm. it's gritty it's real yeah. it's uh, property you know it's gritty it's sexy it's dystopian <laughs> sexy okay but that's true because here's the thing about the jetsons the jetsons was like this uh, show of imagination like for better or for worse i actually find it hey, hey, do we talk about this a lot at least twice now but like it's a show of imagination where people were trying to imagine what the future would look like you know right. uh and so it's like well let's let's do that again let's let's talk about what we think the future is going to look like if we, we can't right. like make clean cars but somehow we're going to have like everyone's going to have a private fucking aircraft that they're you know driving yeah. around crashing into shit so like let's make the grittiest fucking grimiest version right Everybody's living in the in the sky, but because of the hole in the ozone layer, they got skin cancer, you know, like <laughs> well, they can't live fire. down below, as we've said, because, you know, global warming, right. like everything's washed, there, washed away. Rosie, the robot becomes self-aware. Elroy <laughs> leads the revolution. Like, yeah, like I, I think we got something here. This is young adult dystopia meets uh, fucking a known IP that boomers like. I like that. Uh, I think that we're trying to satirize the world, but I want to point out that we just did the same, that we just looked backwards and grabbed an old idea and said, let's dust right. off this oldie. What is wrong with yeah. you? And in the trailer, we could even have like a sad, slow piano version of the original theme, you know, to let people know, like nostalgia is still here. Bum, 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 bum. And it goes into a minor for no reason. You're like, oh, yeah. shit. Right. Throw in one of those Inception. Is that the greatest contribution to music, you think? Uh, The Inception bug? It certainly is a significant contribution. Greatest? mm. (laughs) There's still some some, some debate on that. The jury's out on greatest. Yeah, I mean, we're still using it. Fucking Nolan with your loud sounds. You love your loud discordant noises. I like that that's like the one thing that uh, Hans Zimmer didn't do in that score. But that's the thing that's remembered from the Inception score. It's just the. <laughs> Can we just talk about number one, how Hans Zimmer is everywhere, and number two, every interview I've seen with him in the past five years, he's been drunk as hell. Oh and God! It's really you imagine funny. he has to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's just he, like a bald, sweaty, just shirt open. Just uh, yeah, I did another score. I don't know. I don't remember it. Yeah. Uh, uh. 
That's the cost of greatness, man. He can't consume his own genius. So yeah, he'll give you a Blade Runner or some shit. Wait, did he do right. Blade Runner? No, that wasn't yeah. Yeah, he did that with uh, Benjamin Walfish. He did. Okay, okay. Sorry, yeah. I was thinking because originally it was uh, the the other uh, guy who passed Johan away. Johan Johansson. Yeah, Johansson. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was like, no way, Johan, and it killed him. And then he brought in Hans. Oh, my God. Denny killed his composer. Oh, you're saying the decision. I mean, he killed him. The timeline in, adds in direction. up. Yeah. I mean, Denny might have personally murdered him. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in that French Canadian's head. Do you, are the French? Uh, sorry, my brain broke. French Canadians don't like regular French people because French Canadian French is the language as it was unevolved, right? Like, like the French they speak in Paris today has been Americanized and influenced by all this other shit. But in Quebec, they speak the proper uh, old French, so they don't. This like is each a revelation other. to me. I didn't know that. Well, it's amazing because you like. I feel like if you're from Paris, you're like, "Fuck, bro, you like, you got yeah. it." Oh, we, we, Paris, yeah, no, you, you, yeah, you like want you it. Imagine there's it, a won. there's a fucking further level to that. <laughs> like, if you're right. from Montreal, you're so, that so, times ten. So they're like the hipsters of the French community. Uh, yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine what that is? They're way colder. They're way more miserable, and they have a right to be. They nailed it. Good for them. Fuck. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you know Bed Bath & Beyond? I know of it, yeah. What's I've even shopped there before. <laughs> <laughs> What's Beyond? Uh, well, you know, uh, <laughs> Click attempted to answer this question, but I don't know how successful it was. What's Beyond? But what does it mean? <laughs> What's <laughs> no, Beyond? This is, this is really scaring me. I was thinking about the, the, the like bed, okay, bath, and beyond. Right. And your first impulse is to think like, okay, well, it could just be like uh, other ceramics, kitchens, sure. you know, like it could be all this other stuff. But when you say beyond, that is a large umbrella that like, if they wanted to, they could sell like a Confederate gold and it wouldn't be out of their purview. If they wanted to sell human they're, remains, they're yeah. they could because it's like beyond we fucking put it in the name. It, it's kind of that thing for me, you know, where it's like you were able to rattle off a bunch of things just now. And I'm like impressed because for me, it's kind of like the it's not Jackie Chan sketch in Tim and Eric where it's like you are locking me into bed and bath. And now that's all I can think about. And I'm like, <laughs> well, what else is there? Okay, so you're tethered to the world because they give you two real world. Like, you know what a bed is. You know what a bath is. Yeah. Like, okay, they I'm boxed anchored. me in with the first two words and then opened up the hatch. And I'm like, yeah, No, they opened up the Twilight it? Zone yeah. door and, like, you see a clock fucking fly by and, like, stars. <laughs> and you're just like, ah, shit. But you're tethered. You're good. You're, you're tied to the comfort of a fucking bed and a bath. Right. <laughs> so it's like, what else could there be? I don't know. I mean, I do know the answer because I've been there many times. But still... You know, they, they've got a lot of as seen on TV stuff, which I didn't even know that that was still a thing because I don't watch TV. Anymore. Oh, as seen on TV, like a whole yeah. channel dedicated. They, they've to got like, like a yeah. whole section for that. They just do you think they're going to try to like re like find another way to do that? Like, here's something, you know, my mom really likes uh, Judge Judy. And then that mm -hmm. Judge Judy show ended last year. Yeah. And didn't but Judge she's Judy back. Died? Oh, wait, what? She's still alive. Holy hole. We're so you're like, is she dead? And I'm like, she's coming back. And I just want to make sure we don't have her wires. <laughs> yeah, we, we are like ships in the net. We're just passing each other here. Um, let me, no, let she, me I, I know for a fact, Judge Judy is very much alive because she has a spinoff. She's got another show. It's called Judy Justice. 
and it's on IMDb TV, which is fucking streaming, Max, which is streaming. So like they're, they, they, they think mom has made the transition to streaming, which yeah. she can barely do the fucking Netflix. You think that she can do the IMDb streaming app, which I mean, it's not going to happen. I, I feel like moms, though, they just need a reason to learn a new technology. And Judy Justice might be the reason that your <laughs> mom learns push. how to download the app, find the show, you know. It really like you're saying that she's on a campaign to save America's moms from the the, the pitfalls of data literacy. <laughs> like right. our moms are going to be able to fucking hack shit because yeah. of Judge Judy. You you want to learn about justice first? You got to learn how to install an app on your Roku. <laughs> oh God, I want Judge Judy to, to edit, and every episode is fucking brought to you by like Surfshark VPN. You know, like they're just trying to keep it all in and finally right. give these women a reason to live. So <laughs> they don't have one right now. That's for sure. 